Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Monday, July 13th. Hope you had a great weekend. And, uh, you know, generally speaking, we just hope you're really safe. Got to stop this whole spreading virus. Just, I, I can't. I'm getting so anxious. Everyone calm down. Be safe. Let's start there. If you have a financial question, don't hesitate to send us a note. See, you can maintain your distance from us and we will still respond. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Jay writes, I'm a longtime reader and I've received good advice from you in the past. I have a question regarding dividend paying stock, specifically IBM. My $65,000 CD is ending soon. The past rate was 2%. So far, nobody I've seen is offering anything better than a half a percent. And I can't afford to lose my nest egg. I've never invested in the stock market because of the volatility. I did work for IBM over 20 years ago. I've been receiving steady dividends on that stock that I purchased when I worked for them. Recently, 50 shares got me $89 in quarterly dividend check. So I'm thinking of putting the CD money into IBM stock, receiving quarterly dividends. If I did my math right, based on dividend payments in the past, it's a no-lose investment. Mark, is there anything that exists that's a no-lose investment? Mark says he wishes, and his son, who is crying in the background, which you guys can't hear, agrees. There is no such thing as a no-lose investment. All right, here's the deal. He goes through, Jay goes through the whole thing, but I just want to be clear. Is this a safe investment? Will the dividends continue? Jay's 62. He retired on disability. He just started receiving his pension. So his pension plus his SSDI, $30,000 annually. There's no significant cash. There's equity in my home. My income covers my monthly expenses and will for the foreseeable future. Your thoughts, please. Jay, don't do this. Do not do this. Because, of course, when the market's doing well, everybody always asks me this question. What happens if IBM goes down in value? What happens if your $65,000 turns into $30,000? Absolutely not. No way. If you don't like having risk and you say you don't like risk, then let's avoid risk. Maybe you should go out longer in terms of a CD. Check out depositaccounts.com. You're paying what you can afford to pay. Your income is, is actually covering your needs. Do not tempt fate. Please do not do this. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Maureen writes, 
Hi, Jill and Mark. I've been listening to you for about two years and I love your podcast. I'm wondering if you can help me think about whether to refinance my home loans. My husband and I bought the house in the suburbs of Philly in 2011 for about $250,000. The mortgage interest rate, 3.6%. In August of 2019, we took out a $55,000 five-year home equity loan at 4.1%. We put an addition on the home and we're planning to stay in in the house for another 20 years. We've been making both payments. We've not struggled to do so, even though my husband's salary has been reduced by 10% due to COVID. We've been told that this pay reduction will continue through September. We don't know whether it will continue beyond that. We don't believe he'll lose his job or be reduced any further. I make less than he does, but my job is stable. We're 42 and 44. Would it make sense to refinance to a 15-year loan for the combined amount of the two loans? The new payment would be less than we're currently paying. However, it will be more than what we would have been paying once the home equity loan would have been paid off. Okay, take a deep breath. Here's the deal. I don't think that you should hesitate here. Go talk to a mortgage broker, all right, and see what the cost would be to combine these loans. Now, I know that you're now uh, nine years into this mortgage, but I will put another idea into your head. And that is, you're going to be in this house for 20 years. You will probably recoup the cost pretty quickly. I think that you should not go into a 15-year loan. I think that you should go into a 30-year loan. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I know that's going to make you nuts. But I'm worried that if the economy were to turn south and your husband were to see a further reduction, even though we don't think that's happening, I'm worried for you guys. So why not refi or at least get the the numbers? Look what a 20-year and look what a 30-year looks like and see if you can get some breathing room because I'm a little worried that if something bad were to happen, you don't have a lot of breathing room with a 15-year note. So why don't you check those two things, okay? Marilyn writes, in an attempt to reduce my debt-to-income ratio, I've been paying down my credit card debt. Well, that's not the reason to do it. Just pay down that credit card debt is the reason to do it in and of itself. When I've done this, my credit score takes a dive. Are you closing accounts? Is that why you're doing it? So she also uh, has a home improvement loan, a car note. What should I do? Okay. I think that you may be having a problem because maybe you're closing these accounts because otherwise it should not have a, you shouldn't see a reduction. Pay down your highest interest debt first, you know, tick it down one, two, three, four, right? Whatever has the highest and then go from there. All right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, Tara writes, I'm 43. I'm in good health. My employer has an HSA plan. This year I began to max it out. I've got $7,700 in my account. I'm earning seven cents in interest every month. Um, Okay. The guys on the How To Money podcast said I could open my own HSA with Fidelity and transfer the money 
out of my employer's HSA with some fees. If I open a second HSA account with Fidelity to invest my unused HSA money, how much money a year can I transfer into it from my employer's HSA? Will the IRS see it as funding two HSA accounts? Will having those two accounts affect my maximum yearly contribution if I'm simply transferring it from one to the other? Love your podcast. Okay, Tara, I don't think the transfer will actually uh, be a problem in terms of having two accounts. But what I would do is I would talk to Fidelity and they'll tell you exactly what the rules are and how you have to follow them. That's what I would do. And also I would check with your employer to make sure they allow that because not every plan allows easy peasy stuff like that to happen. Scott writes, enjoy your podcast. The website is great. I'm going to buy your book next. Thanks. Oh, Scott, thanks so much. We totally appreciate it. Mark, I like when you end on a person buying my book. That's a darn good way to end the broadcast. Don't forget, you can email us anytime, askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you, like Scott, want to poke around our website, it's called jillonmoney.com. There you can read all the stuff that we write. You can watch TV segments. You can check out our resource section. And uh, you can, of course, buy the book. In the meantime, if you wouldn't mind, with this podcast, could you pass this along to somebody who might need our help? That would be so nice of you. And we are so grateful for you and listening to us. So if possible, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating and a review, whatever, and do whatever you want to do. Most importantly, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that physical distancing, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, lift somebody up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.